say Africa must wake up the sleeping sons of Jacob for what tomorrow may bring may our dynasty on the morning bliss can you tell me young ones who are we today our dynasty today um, we have uh, the privilege and pleasure of uh, telephonically interviewing the executive uh, director of the National African American Association based in the USA Dr. Lemuel Berry who's currently in South Africa uh, for an event that is collaborated between the University of South Africa uh, specifically the Tabumbeki African School of Public and International Affairs and themselves the National Association of African American Studies. Dr. Berry, thank you very much for joining us. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. Thank you, Dr. Berry. How are you doing this morning? Oh, I'm doing very well. Very excited to be in South Africa. Oh, we are. It's a pleasure to have you. We are glad to be hosting you on The Morning Bliss. There's something that you said to me uh, when we briefly met last night. You said um, your father told you that you must always be ready and in season. But I want you to put it in your words so you can motivate our A-team listeners that, hey, it is a good thing to wake up early. Uh, yes, my, my father had always told me that uh, time is precious, you can never replace time, and that as part of that, uh, one should always have a plan of action for each day that he is alive. And part of that plan is to build uh, a, a strong community, to give back to the profession, and work with individuals who are in the early stages of their career. So uh, time is very important in how we use it. Mm, and the earlier you wake up, the better things get. Dr. Berry, um, firstly, tell us about the work that you do and your mandate at the National African American Association. Well, the association is a multicultural, multi-ethnic uh, organization. We have uh, programs in 15 foreign countries and our program provides uh, members of the community an opportunity to engage in research. Most of our members are university professors, and we have people from other professions and the community. But we uh, conduct training programs uh, in various parts of the world. We host uh, three international conferences every year. And we work with communities on developing programs that will benefit uh, the broader community, children and women. And so we are, we are very active, uh, not only in, in the profession, but also in community development. And that's very critical uh, for, for any society. What brings you to South Africa and uh, what has sparked the collaboration between uh, your organization and uh, the University of South Africa? Well, the, the association has, for a very long time, wanted to establish academic partnerships with the universities uh, in South Africa. Uh, in the United States, we often speak of establishing partnerships that would be a benefit to persons uh, at home and abroad, and to place ourselves in a position to help developing programs. 
And part of that is to establish partnerships with universities such as the University of South Africa. Uh, because of, of our interest, uh, we are uh, hosting the International Conference on the campus of UNISA actually today and tomorrow. But beyond the interaction of professors, community members, and, and UNISA, we're very interested in discussing and establishing partnerships that will be going on for years to come. So it is our intent uh, when we leave uh, South Africa and uh, Swanee on Wednesday to discuss with university officials and members of the community ways that we can partner that will be a benefit to the university and community. Mm. Uh, Dr. Berry, in terms of the way education systems have been molded, we are now coming to a, 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 a what, an era where everyone wants to know what role Africa played um, in, in, in our history and in technology and in advancements of the various industrial revolutions. And meaning that we are awakening to who Africans are. How can we start molding our education systems, both here in South Africa and Africa and in America, to ensure that the history of Africa is told correctly and the current and future will correctly be narrated as well? Well, in the United States, uh, we have major concern about uh, expressing the role that Africa as a continent has played in, in development uh, and contribution to society. One of the major uh, interests on part of universities in the United States is to have historians write a true history of South Africa and other African countries. And part of that is to have scholars visit uh, the continent, have scholars, uh, and, and I should say African and African-American scholars, write the history. Because if someone writes the history for you, it is generally not accurate. And uh, we also turn the word history a little bit more than many people. Uh, many people think of history as what happened uh, 30 minutes ago or two days ago. But we, we talk about the word history as his story. Again, his story. So whoever, whoever writes about African history generally has their perspective on Africa and its contributions to the development and contribution of uh, uh, things that have taken place across the globe. So one of our goals within uh, the National Association of African American Studies is to encourage scholars, African and African American scholars, to write uh, the history of the, country, of the country, to discuss the contributions that Africans have given, and also a major interest on our part in the United States is to encourage each state to require students uh, to take an ethnic studies course before they graduate from high school, and that these courses be developed by persons who have a true interest in the development and in history of Africa, uh, persons who are scholars, and who will continue to work with government agencies, uh, political figures, school educators, 
in preparing materials that will articulate the, the benefit and contributions of the, of the continent of Africa. So uh, a key thing for us is to identify individuals who have this interest and who want to provide a very quality perspective of, of contributions that Africans have made throughout the globe that, that many people have benefited from. Now, in making sure that uh, education continues uh, to be, um, you know, collaborative and interactive between um, Africa as a continent and America, what other, I know you mentioned projects, but what are some of the projects that you are looking into doing? Are you looking into collaborating with, um, you know, uh, uh, facility heads or faculty heads in, in uh, Africa? Or are you looking for um, collaborations with writings or other exchange programs that you are putting together? Please share this with us. Well, there are several programs that we're very interested in. One is to provide training programs for persons in the health profession. And, and that would include uh, individuals who are nurses and are interested in becoming nurses, physical therapists, occupational therapists, physicians. And what we uh, would like to do is bring some of the techniques uh, of medicine that are practiced in the United States and Europe. You know, the medical programs in uh, Africa are very good, but collaborations also bring about better practices when it comes to uh, providing health uh, services for uh, individuals. And so uh, we have done that on many, many occasions. We actually uh, provide 35 health providers to work with Donegobi Medical School in Donegobi, Mongolia, we have programs for health providers uh, with the University Health Science Center in Nepal and even partners in, uh, in mainland China where we collaborate by being training, by providing training. Another area of interest is entrepreneurship and specifically entrepreneurship for women. Uh, not only in the United States but in many countries, women are not given the same opportunity as their fellow uh, colleagues to engage and develop uh, businesses and, and activities. And so what we uh, prepare ourselves to do is to provide business personnel who are very interested in assisting women in creating new businesses as new entrepreneurs to, to discuss funding opportunities, to establish partnerships with major corporations that will contribute to them being able to open a business, but also to have it become very successful. Each year, we provide training programs and we like uh, with schools. So we like to uh, work with uh, teachers in K through 12 to make sure that children who graduate from high school are very well prepared to not only work in the, in the community, but to go forth, you know, for a college education in areas and disciplines that they're very interested. So we uh, will many times will speak with community leaders. We'll speak. We'll speak with professional organizations to see what we can do in partnering to provide a service that will be benefit uh, the local uh, persons, that will benefit the community, and that will contribute to the further development of, of uh, opportunities.
across the nation and thus therefore benefiting a global society. And that's what we are looking for. Um, and I think uh, this is uh, the main aim as well for the current conference that you are in. Uh, it is a first of its kind and it is a multicultural international conference. W- is it open to the public, Dr. Berry? Oh, the, the conference is open to the public. And part of our uh, practice, uh, practice and policies, that we do not charge the public for attending the conference. So we, we encourage as many persons within the community and region to attend the conference today and tomorrow. Uh, we welcome persons from all professions, students, uh, individuals who just want to, to stop by and see what's going on. And I, I can assure they will be impressed with the uh, presentations, the research sessions that are provided by faculty uh, members at UNISA and also the international scholars who really look forward to interacting with the broader community. Mm-hmm. There's also a call for full papers uh, from scholars from across uh, um, different disciplines in higher education. Tell us about uh, this particular submission. Well, the submission process for, the, for this particular conference, the scholars and community members would send, uh, submit their, their abstract for presentation during the conference. And then these abstracts and papers are screened and, sele- and we select the highest quality uh, papers for presentation. And so the scholars who are participating uh, have been selected, they're key persons within their profession, and it contributes not only to uh, university, but also set a foundation for future research. Then we, we also have a second call for papers for individuals who would like to participate in our annual conference, which will be held in Austin, Texas. And we know that uh, it ideally that these individuals would, would uh, be able to travel to uh, the United States for the participation. But we, have, uh, we recognize that in some circles that may, may be difficult. And so we will do presentations from scholars, professionals, community members uh, via electronic uh, delivery. So whether or not a person can travel abroad or travel to uh, Swanee or uh, just have any form of difficulty, they have that option of uh, participating in person or electronically. So we encourage encourage the community to give uh, a a strong consideration to uh, participating and sharing information that will be of interest to their colleagues and people from across the globe. And this conference is a global conference, so you would have representation from people in Mongolia, China, uh, Brazil, Cameroon, Mexico, and many other countries. Very, very interesting. Uh, thank you so very much for sharing uh, your time with us here on The Morning Bliss. It's been such a great pleasure. Um, do you have any closing comments and encouraging uh, Africans to continue to hold up the banner of being proudly African? Well, I, the, the one thing, or, or maybe even several, and I think that what uh, I would like to say in closing, First and foremost, uh, I appreciate your uh, having me appear on your program. Uh, I look forward to interacting with uh, with the broader community. 
but also would encourage uh, the community educators to establish a network within their community that will provide service for young Africans, uh, professional people to continue their development. And also to look forward for organizations such as ourselves to communicate with and establish long-term goals and, and programs that will also not only con uh, contribute to the local community, that but where you will have a presence on a global front. I think it's very important that we recognize that it's very difficult to achieve anything by yourself. But through partnering, partnering, you have the opportunity to work, to contribute, and work with a global society. So with that being said, uh, I'd just like, again, like to thank you for having me on your program. And, and I'd like to encourage as many persons as possible to attend this conference uh, on the campus of UNISA because it does give you an opportunity to meet persons from a diverse academic background, a diverse business background, a, a diverse scholarly background that will help you as you move forward in your professional endeavors. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, Dr. Berry, uh, Executive Director of the National African American Association in the USA.